Welcome to Sports Scope, the most influential sports talk show in the nation. Stay tuned for updates and great sports content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 22nd day here. Uh, last show before Christmas. I won't have a program on Christmas Day. But listen, folks, I've got a really good uh, interview with former guest Mike Wessoff. Now, that will be aired on Christmas night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Wessoff uh, is now the assistant head coach of the Denver Broncos, uh, talking about his book, Figured Out. So check that out on Monday, Christmas night there, Pickles. Uh, that will be on here. Got a great show. Uh, hopefully, Carlos Madden, Yorker Chavez will be showing up pretty soon. I haven't seen him in the back of the studio yet. But either way, going to go over this week's biggest games, the 49ers and the Ravens. Some calling it a Super Bowl preview. Could very well be so. Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins, something's got to give. Dallas has got to beat somebody over 500. And, of course, the Cowboys need to win a significant road game, actual win. So looks like Carlos has popped up back there. Let's go ahead and get our first and only break out of the way, and we'll hit the ground running here in 49 seconds here on Sportscope. Hello, Sportscope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign, and sports scope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports, that is sports with an S, another S, scope, S-K-O-P-E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. All righty then. I'm trying to get this tie straight here. I feel like um, feel like uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, get the respect. Getting respect around here. Hey, hey, good to see you, man. Um, good Friday night here, Carlos Madden, New Yorker Chavez. Now there was a major signing in baseball today. I know you're more familiar with the major league game. Uh, the pitch, uh, the pitcher. Yeah, the, uh, a pitcher. the Dodgers signed a famous pitcher. This guy. Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Thank you. Yamamoto. They've signed Tyler Glasnow. And, of course, we all know about Otani, who's not going to pitch until 25, but he, he will be uh, L.A. Dodgers. There was one report now that said if you add all these contracts up towards the end of uh, Otani's, it's over a billion dollars in contracts. Remember, $700 million uh, to Otani. Uh, what's your thoughts about this Dodger team, man? I love it. Keep doing it. Keep getting all those high-end prize players and take them out the market. Um, sure, they're not coming to New York, but what, ha <laughs> what happens is that when you take these big contracts on your team, you 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 leave a little bit under the, you know, uh, you don't leave anything left in your in your budget to get something when, when you need to help. So, yeah, um, you know, let them do it. Let them try to buy a championship. Uh, you know, every team tries it, and most teams don't. It don't work in baseball. It doesn't work in most sports. But when it does, you know, you you get you pat yourself on the back and you say, "Yeah, I spent that money and I got a championship." Well, that's yeah. 
you know, it's not that time yet for something like that to work, but it's good for the Dodgers, man. And I, and I say that in a sense where, um, like that, they got that brand, they got that, you know, uh, the history, they're trying to live up to, to being the best in the West and, you know, um, congratulations to one of my buddies, a a former cat from Clarksville, Tennessee, um, Kelvin Colon over there. He's worked, you know, he's part of a scout team there for the Dodgers. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, great. Bring him on the program. If you can pull some strings. Yeah. But big ups to him. It's been a long time, huh? (laughs) He's also one of the lead managers for the, for the team in, uh, in Puerto Rico. So, um, nice. yeah. So, so, um, yeah, but you know, like at the end of the day, you got to do you and ownership's got to do right by some of these players. And if they can't do it, then they got to work a way around it. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, the New York metropolitan area is not made for people like Utani and Yamamoto. And I guess the fans got to get it under this, get, get understand that. These guys aren't like other players who come from Latin America or the Caribbean, and they're yeah. like they're just gonna jump on the board with with you signing them a big check. Not saying that they're not getting paid. Yeah, I won't say that they're not getting paid, but um, you know, um, the only bad thing is that Yamamoto took the offer straight to the Dodgers. It sounds like I don't know if that's true. I don't know what what the how that ended up, and yeah. it didn't give a an opportunity to the Yankees or the Mets to rebuff. You know, so it is what it is. It's yeah, it's business. It's more business than it is baseball. Um, well, Tony's nice. got a fellow countryman on the team. He's yeah, well, he would have one here. In the, he would have one here in the Mets as well. Um, I was all for the Mets getting all three, having three players. Yeah, because yeah, I don't. You know, people don't. People forget sometimes that the Japanese national baseball team is like in the top three of the baseball teams in the world. Yeah. So their players on their team actually know how to win. And that's a culture that you want on your team is knowing got players that will, you know, put put all that stuff to the side and just go out there and play baseball. So and that's why some of these Southeast South Asians and Southeast Asian players are coming up into the inner major league baseball because their teams are doing well internationally. Um, they might play in a league that is not as long as major league baseball, but you know, they have the capacity and the potential to to do things. Um, and they're just getting better at baseball, and eventually they're going to be, you know, flooding, you know, flooding in the the league because if our baseball players here in the minors can't do it, and we can't bring them up, then somebody else got to come up and do it, you know. Yeah, I, I still think a teams like the Mets and Yankees need to get back to the basics. That's where the Dodgers started. They've started building up their infrastructure with uh, with the uh, uh, their their minor league system and and, and scouts and everything like the Dodgers did, then they built inside out, not outside in. You know, this Dodger team, I don't follow a lot of baseball. I do like the fact, I know Keith might not, I do like the fact that they tighten up the pitch clock. It's going to be a little bit uh, faster. It's going to be a little bit faster. And, you know, the Dodgers, they might not win a World Series out of this, but the truth of the matter is they'll probably be fun to watch in the summer. They'll probably win 110 games the next three years. And every, that'll be a good draw for the, for the West Coast. And every time they're on ESPN or Fox or whatever, uh, and it's a June the 16th or something, there's nothing going on, then the finals are done. I'm going to tune in, man. You know, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. I mean, they got a really good team there. It's a lot of star power. 
Yeah, no, but star power or not, man, at the end of the day, um, it happened last year and it happened the year before that. Your bat's got to come to hit, and your pitcher's got to come to strike p- p- pitcher out. Yeah. Pitcher out and Who's playing well in, in September and October? You know? Right, exactly. So, and it's and usually see the not, Phillies. They knocked out the Braves last year. Yeah, and it's usually not some of these guys who's spending all that money. So, right. And if it was, and if that was something that worked all the time, it would be something. Mets will have about ten rings by now. Ten, we probably have like twenty-five. Like, <laughs> you know, they got Bobby Bonilla Day because of something like this. They have uh, they wasted they wasted a contract and the signing in a in a cat called Jason Bay at one point. I don't know if you remember him mm. from uh, taking him from the Boston. Red I know, Star. I know that's a big name. And uh, you know, and uh, they've had Mo Vaughn come and and yeah, you know, Alomar. So, I mean, but even if, when they had Roberto Alomar, he was on a downside, but still. Yeah, both Roberto, of them. Both bombs on downside weight and everything. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but Roberto Alomar, they had um, they had that year they played the Yankees. They had the best defense in the infield because they had Piazza mm. and they had um, um, Alarud and then they had um, Ordonez. And they, you know, so they had like, they had guys up in, um, what's his name? Fonzie, uh, they had Alfonso. So, like, they had. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They had a good group of. Pete Alonso? No, no. Alonso, uh, Venezuelan guy. Uh, oh, okay. Played second base. But they had, they, they had, um, you know, they had guys on that team. And, you know, they had, uh, what's his name? Who's the commentator now for, uh, Kent, no, not Kenny Rogers. Did they have Kenny Rogers? Um, what's this guy's name? I can't. He, Hernandez? He, he, no, no. He pitched for the Yankees and, and the Rangers, too. Like, uh, Oh, oh, okay. Uh, He's a commentator for MLB. Um, so but they you know they had yeah. guys. Um ain't no telling. So but it was um, probably no. Well, anyways, I, I like it. I think it's awesome. You know, I don't I'm not a huge baseball guy, but it, it, it's still it's still fun to follow the big contract signings. I've always liked that, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's like you get if you're one of those fans in that team, you get excited, right? You start be like, all right, yeah. baseball season, let's see what you got for me. And then, you know, reality hits you in the middle of summer and you're like, oh, we got to win some. Man, it was, I was hyped <laughs> up on December 15th. Now it's June 15th and they're seven games back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So <laughs> I used to do that every, every year. December in the early 2000s, the Braves would side a big player, you know, and I'd get all amped up, you know, and then I was like, nah, same old Braves, get put out in the first round. They would get there. They it would it, it makes the summer exciting, you know. And the summer's kind of a drag, you know, after the finals and before the start of the NFL. Good transition there. Uh, Saturday, a lot of good games. I had to work last Saturday, Ooh. but uh, I'll tell you what, Cincinnati, Minnesota was a better team most of that game. You should have had that. Uh, Cincinnati comes back, great catch there by T. Higgins to end it. What's yeah. your thoughts about Cincinnati, Minnesota there, and this uh, uh, backup quarterback for Cincinnati leading them to a little bit of a winning streak here? Oh, this guy, um, he's got some moxie. He's got a, um, he's got one of those. I, I yeah. want to be in. Uh, and Minnesota I, I, cut him. Did you hear that part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got hey, some, a little revenge game. Yeah, and he got like the chip on the shoulder, like he wanted. Yeah show people that he belongs. And I like that, man. I like that from a backup quarterback. I don't like that from a – what I don't like from a backup is just him looking over his shoulder like, am I still in the game? This guy's a gamer, bro. He's in there. Yeah. He's, you know um, – He's like, I belong here. Right, know? exactly. Yeah. Some guys don't 
you know, I, it's like that swagger Brady had in Brock Pretty. I don't know if he's going to do that, but right, right, right. At no, least no. he's he's you know yeah. keeping this team's hopes alive. Right, and he's not he's an asset, and he's not a liability, and that's the that's the best yeah. way to put it. I mean, you got you got your guy there. I think he was a liability, and 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 Joe Burrow as much injuries as he's been had, and I and I've always said that contract was no bueno, but you know they think he's a future, so they gave it to him. But uh, you know, um, this guy's showing him up a little bit, right? And um, and look, credit to Taylor. Like everybody was tell- saying that you know maybe he needs to. Right, do I was one of those people, you know, and, and, and I'm one of those guys. Good job, man. But um, you know, and this guy is being a smart quarterback, considering that he has a very little, very little positive running game and a very in a, an offensive line that's like uh, yeah. You know, uh, they like, that they money they yeah, spent exactly. on Orlando Brown, which Tennessee would have did, or, or the Jets, and but Cincinnati did, and it turned out to be a good play, uh, a good payoff for them. They put Jonah Williams at right tackle; he's flourishing at right tackle. Yeah, I know what you know. The, the here's a, and I mentioned this before, because um, it was brought up to me the other night. Do I think that um, that 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 the Giants wasted a pick on um? Uh, what's his name Evans and I was like well yeah I don't know yeah. because they don't he he's Evan he O'Neal yeah he haven't played with the with a good quarterback and he's not on a decent line but what well, I'm not gonna throw him under the bus he is on the line that has a top five rated running back so they're yeah. doing something but he's not gonna get rated for protecting the quarterback because that's something isn't on the quarterback's end right so mm. uh, plus you don't have a top five quarterback so you can't really tell if his rating He's rated one of the last offensive linemen in the last two years. Like he's yeah. on the bottom of that list, and that's okay, um, in a sense where that QB, the like, if your QB's good or doing great things to become better, then your old line gets credit and looks like they're doing better, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, you know, quarterbacks like, got to get rid of the ball quickly. Yeah, he's so got to like, make quick decisions, it's, man. It's hard to say right now if. Evan O'Neill is like if if he sees like a terrible pick a bust, but <laughs> going back to Cincinnati, they O line still ain't the best. They look better. It's so much better than it has been the last two years. I mean, I think the adding not- that left tackle and and moving when it plus Williams usually gets hurt this time of year. Yeah. Um, look- he was hurt last year. That's the reason why that people thought that maybe Burrow would make it back and. Well, they got all the way to the championship, AFC championship game. Here's the thing: they they they're trying to phase out Mixon because Mixon's not, yeah, you know, he's not the guy that he used to be. Plus, he's he's always been an okay running back. He's not a great running back. As they try to phase him out, um, they got a QB that's playing pretty top notch. I'm sorry, yeah. to see. and he's playing better than Boro was. Playing yeah, in Minnesota, they just yeah. And, well, Vic Mullins made a crucial mistake. What was that at the end of the first half? There he threw a pick. Yeah. It's like he got overconfident a little no, bit. I, mean, he, I, I mentioned that last week that he's a gamer. He's a baller. He'll, he, you know, he helped San Francisco out when, when, uh, at times, you know, when what's his name was out. Um, and, uh, but uh, Garoppolo, Garoppolo, but the knock on him always was hurt, he, you know, you know, like his accuracy, right? That's always been a knock on him. So, um, Pickle says that Mixon ain't going. Mixon wants to stay in Cincinnati, man. Yeah, no. Well, he he mentioned he was going to retire last year, didn't he? He's only and, like twenty eight, you know. Yeah, but he's not like you. Are you going to build a foundation of running backs? 
on a, a guy like Mixon? No, not me. I'd let him go last year. So uh, let's move on. Uh, thoughts about Pittsburgh, Indy. Uh, Pittsburgh loses another one. Indy kind of kills that. Uh, do you think Mike Tomlin, I'm starting to hear people like Ryan Clark saying that Mike Tomlin, like Andy Reid, should just move on to another organization, maybe take the Charger job or something Ooh, like that. Interesting. interesting That's been question. floating around there today. Um, here's the thing. If you're Mike Tomlin, do you want to go to the Chargers? Wow. I, well, I just think maybe, maybe, maybe Pittsburgh wants him out, you know, but if maybe the fan base, you know, the ownership, they won't ever fire anybody. No, nah, they won't. He won't. If Tomlin leaves, he'll leave on his own accord. Would Tomlin go to a place like San Diego? Well, it's warmer weather. They've mm -hmm. got a franchise quarterback. You get that. Owner. He's a good disciplinarian, man. I think they do force players on him. He don't want to coach. I, I, right now, you know? I'm feeling for the for the Chargers because I don't think there are many people that would take that job considering that ownership that they have. Yeah, and yeah. and now they're letting it letting it leak out that hey, there's no limitations. They're saying that now because they're getting this criticism that the Chargers. I, I say this about Tomlin. He's been over what he he wins an average of nine games every year. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't had a losing season, including right. last year. So, I mean, and he hasn't had a lot of good. He hasn't had a lot of great players on his teams these last few years. Well, quarterback wise, yeah. You know, I mean, if you think about it, like he got Ben Roethlisberger when Ben Roethlisberger was peaking. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and you know, Bill Cowher only had Roethlisberger for two years. Then he then he retired on top. I mean, Cowher probably could have got two or three more Super Bowls, and he would have been right there with Chuck Noll. But he just wanted to leave, and I think his wife passed away, and mm -hmm. everybody thought Bill Cowher was going to come back. And then Tomlin's done a good job. I think he, you know, I think Brian Clark may have been onto something. You know, I just, plus I'm, I, I, these defensive minded head coaches are not on. My good list, if I were Santa Claus, you know? Yeah, and the whole thing about the <laughs> media and Roethlisberger saying things about the culture and the team's not the same. And it's kind of like I mentioned this morning with Keith. It's kind of like what happened, what's happening in, in, in Boston with the Patriots yeah. in, in, in New England. Like Same, same thing, you know, except like, for it's you, worse you with Belichick because he's picking the players. Right, and not only that, even the players are not are not performing to the no. pick that he's making anyways. And – he can't be wrong. They had like 12 picks, and I don't know if any of them other than the corner he picked in the first round are doing anything. Yeah, but yeah, Gonzalez, Gonzalez was doing great until he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. So, yeah. um, but look, you can't you you can't depend on the draft for your team to be better, to get better. The draft is there for you to build depth. When yeah. you're depending on the draft to, to find a future star of next NFL season, then you're you know, you're playing the lottery, man. You know, you got a dollar in a dream. When you say the name, that don't mean that you're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's so it, it it behooves me. So once you see GMs and these teams trying to fail and lose games to try to get higher on the draft board when those not all those players are going to pan out. So, you know, um, yeah. just like and if you're not good. If you're not good at picking, just sell your picks, man. Get your <laughs> players on the you team. Go after free agents. Uh, 
yeah, I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Personally, I don't think nothing's going to happen in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think he's going to. I think he's. I think he'll probably stay. And and you know they're, they're going to say, well, we got to get Kenny Pack. We got to get Kenny Pickett. Help. Yeah, give him an give him an opportunity. Yeah. What I'm what I'm thinking they is still he, win with Pickett. They're just not pretty. That's all. Right, and I'm thinking like him and Belichick are going to do the same thing. They've earned their their keep. They've earned the respect of the owners. They've earned themselves the opportunity to say whether they want to come back, whether they come yeah. back or not, and the owners let them. That's different, right? right. But what gonna, if he just steps away and does TV for two years? Who Tomlin? I don't. I don't yeah. know, man. The, he's only like fifty-one, or he's, he's very not, young. He's not that old, and no. um, I I just think he's one of those like coaches that everybody likes, and you know he's going to be a hot commodity if he's not, if he doesn't go yeah. back to Pittsburgh. So he's but a really ideal situation. He could do the TV thing. Everybody yeah. likes him. He's got a great personality. Yeah, and I don't think he'll do San Diego because that ownership over yeah. there is, is not is not. You know, Tom is a very smart, intelligent person, and he ain't going to put himself in a situation where he can't control it and and get himself out if anything happens. So. Yeah, I, I think they should go after Jim Harbaugh. Um, it, I, it, if I were the, there's this stuff about the son being involved, Mister Despano's kid, and if that's true, if that's true, he needs to go to Harbaugh personally, not the dad, and say this is the way I want us to work this thing out. Are you interested? This is the freedoms you'll have. We're good looking at man to man, eye to eye. Right off the bat, we're going to give understanding. Don't let Mister Spanos go to Jim Harbaugh. Let the son say, this is where we should be. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But we've got $20 million over here, and you've got a ready-made team. Uh, what do you think, Jim? Maybe Jim just stays in, in Michigan and, and deals with whatever suspension that, that may get dealt to him. You know? I, just, I think some of these people in the media and, and in, in these play high in the high ups don't understand how intelligent these coaches really are nowadays. Yeah. And not, it's not just the intellect that they have to manage a game, manage people, delegate, do whatever, but also to understand that these are about relationships. You know, this is about business, and but it's also about personal relationships. Yeah. And if you got an ownership that you have right now in, 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 in the Chargers, there's going to be a lot of people not wanting to take that job, no matter how nice California sounds, man. Yeah. So, you know, well, the taxes are high, but we don't. You don't know what the organization's going to be like. You heard, but there's everybody knows what these organizations are like, right? Yeah. You know, people were staying away from Washington until they got a new owner. You know, people are like, yeah, that's true. You know, that's so, true. Like, you know, so they'll be able to attract them a, a pretty qua, uh, qualified candidate there. Look I, what I the Raiders think. are going through. The Raiders is, are are you know yeah. that's a headache. Well, yeah, you don't know what Mark Davis is going to do one day to the next. He's unpredictable. He's like Jim Irsay with with the uh, another another owner, and you know, and you know, it's you know, and then also Arthur, right? And in in the Falcons, like you know, yeah, you also yeah, he pretty much said that in so many words that Arthur Smith needs to win out. (laughs) Like. When they say we want to see how the season plays out at this point in the season, in other words, you need to win out. We know you got an easy schedule. Right. Even though your quarterbacks stink. Uh, 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 any thoughts on uh, Denver 
uh, beating Detroit there. Uh, Detroit a little hot there. Uh, Sean Payton blasting Russell Wilson on the sideline. That got a little bit of airway. Uh, some people, I, I've heard mixed messages on that. You know, he is the play caller. Payton's a play caller. Right. Wilson's a player. It kind of reminded me of Josh uh, McDaniels and, and Tom Brady going back and forth on the sideline. Uh, I was a little bit concerned, but now I'm not as overwhelmed about it. Uh, Denver getting blown out by Detroit last Saturday. Yeah, and I, I think they it was time for Detroit to step it up. And the, the yeah. key to that game was that Laporta stepped up. He had two touchdowns. I mean, Man, he he's good. balling, ain't he? Yeah, he made like he maybe gets about four to eight points and fantasy points, anyways. But yeah, I mean, and him doing what he did allowed less of an opportunity for Goff to screw up the game, like, um, you know. And so when you're scoring touchdowns and not throwing interceptions, you are going to be in a positive. The defense played well. Uh, Laporta yeah. also allowed the game, the running game, to 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 flourish right because everybody's like oh golf is gonna throw it no you know they they can run the ball as well so you know those things work in golf's way as long as he ain't there to mess up anything they will be okay but that but to to that point you cannot sign this guy next season because you can't depend on him who golf like you, oh, okay. you, you know, he's not one of those guys that you're gonna be like, yeah, that's. The I guy think I he's want. got one more year left. By the way, side note: Hendon Hooker's been back practicing again for everybody. He's finally recovered from ACL. I'm curious to see how he's going to play. Speaking of Detroit, did you read that? I don't know if you caught this, but Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, this Josina Anderson lady is reporting. Uh, I think she's ESPN, but I'm not sure now that he's wanting like 15 million to be a head coach. Man, he probably was he's like 37 years old, and he's been to techno music pickles. Just saying, <laughs> he knows about it. He's been to a club. hey, he's striking the iron while the iron's hot. You know, where's my 15 million to be an OC? Yeah, I mean, but you know, they, they can get they can get the contract, but will they make the money? Because if they start losing and get fired, you know, there's only so much guaranteed money they'll get. So. You know, I, I think that was a shot at the owner for the Panthers who interviewed him last year. Like, yeah, to even talk to me, dude, we need to talk $15 million per uh, before I even get on the airplane to do a second interview. Team or that's going to suffer right now the uh, Panthers. But yeah. they, got, they did get a win, right? That's true. And uh, so I guess we need to start listening to that fat boy Slim. And, and start learning a little bit of uh, offense, man. You can make some more money there, brother. I'm more of a Moby. Raise you like I would. Remember that? I'm more of a Moby fan than I am, Fat Boy. Moby, you don't know me. <laughs> NMM said, nobody listens to techno. <laughs> That's an inside joke for some of the viewers. Pickles, he hates these young uh, coaches. He says they look like techno geeks there for the side note. Uh uh, anyways, uh, let's see, uh, Ravens, Jags, uh, you know, you could tell that, that Lawrence is just not ready, man. He's, he's limping around there and, and, and the Ravens look good. You know, Lamar's still playing well. He's, he's in the conversation to get a second MVP. Yeah. I don't know if he'll get it. I, but I don't want, I, I would rather him not get an MVP and win a Super Bowl than I'm sure he would too, you know? So, cause if you win the MVP, you're less likely to win a Super Bowl. 
the odds are against you now, unless your name's Pat Mahomes, who did it last year. Right. But and before that, it was Kurt Warner back in 99, 2000. Uh, let's see. Man, you, you, uh, Dallas, Buffalo, you was spot on there. Yeah. Dallas was bored flat. Uh, what, what's, what do you think about my take on Buffalo that maybe they're getting hot at the right time? Nah, they ain't getting hot. I mean, the only thing hot in Buffalo are them wings, man. Let me tell you something. Let's say it ain't, it ain't the temperature. It's always no, it a thousand below zero up there. No, I mean, look, like, and I told Keith this morning on the show, you guys caught it. Buffalo actually ran the ball. Like, they act with the running back, with right. the feature running back. James and Cook, had, man. Yeah, and he had more than 10 touches and 60 yards. So, 179 all-purpose the last two games. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. What tape did Dallas have to 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 see and to practice off and realize that this might be an option for them to do? And my thing, and I told Keith, and Keith actually was like, why didn't Dallas adjust their defense to the running game instead of trying to play Allen and spy on him, um, which is what they were set up to do? Uh, because yeah. they, cause they know, and everybody knows this for the last two years, Allen's going to take the ball, do whatever he needs to, to try to get a win. And most of the time that's running the ball. So, um, you know, it, that, that one thing that changed the whole game, that one, just running the ball changed the whole game for them. And yeah, like, yeah, it helps the defense out and everything. Yeah. So now Buffalo has this idea that they can run the ball, but they're going to get stomped out because now the tape's out on them and they won't have, they won't be able to do anything. Um, everybody knows how to stop the the Bills, and they're not going nowhere. So, okay. Well, I mean, make, we don't know. I mean, they, they, might, they might make the playoffs, but they, no. they don't have an offensive minded head coach, and you may very well be right. Uh, but if it was me, it kind of this kind of reminds me of um, Joseph Adai when he came on. Yeah, with you, you mentioned that, and but here's yeah. a difference. Here's a difference, Robert. And this is how disrespectful. Buffalo is. They gave the game ball to Allen as if he was the one. Well, I don't turn around it. and give it back to James Cook. <laughs> you know. But still, how do you do that? How are you so dense? This guy did something that nobody did at all for, for you. You know, no, there hasn't been a running back in three seasons to, to have that kind of that kind of yeah. game for Buffalo, right? And you turn around and you give the ball to the quarterback. And if I'm the running back, I'm like, you know what? Next week, I'll just make 10 yards, and you guys figure it out since I'm not valuable. And, and, and Alan said, uh, this is like a, a science project, and I was a guy that didn't contribute because he, he didn't he, have a huge game. But that's how you win the in the playoffs, ball. power football like that. And he still got the game ball. Maybe yeah, I don't know it. who gave him the game ball. Maybe maybe he gave it to Cooks. Maybe he did that, but still, that's, that's just yeah. erroneous. Cook is that's young. Just, I think he's in his second or third year. He's very young. He's the younger brother of Dalvin. Yeah, right. Um, I hope they don't get stupid. They got to play Miami at the end of the season. They got the Chargers this week. You got to be careful with teams who just fired their coach. Chargers won't have a lot of players. They should beat the L.A. Chargers. Don't get me wrong. Bosa's out. Herbert's out. I mean, but we'll see. They might just Buffalo could screw this thing them. up, too. You never know. Um <laughs> Philadelphia, Seattle, I don't know if you heard my analysis, but Ooh. Seattle, Seattle got lucky there. You know that lucky. Philly got robbed on that Quez Watkins, that that interception, that uh that first one that that um um Her, got, hurts, uh, through? hurts through where he pushed that guy and then 
the cornerback, uh, Love, pushed out Quez Watkins, picked the ball off. It should have been first and go at the one. Otherwise, uh, that would have been an Eagles win, but that didn't happen. What's your thoughts on that game, though? I thought the Eagles had this game when, after Hurts threw the second interception, the defense came out and put away the Seahawks, right? They yeah. uh, made, made them punt, and then they come back and allowed the Seahawks to get back in the game. That one was terrible. That second like, one was what, just so the, awful. I, so this game, I feel like the they got greedy was, with that second one. They didn't need that pass. They had the kicker waiting there. Uh, as soon as the ball, as soon as they started marching down the field, the kicker was already getting warmed up. Um, they all they had Hurts got a twenty yard run because the defense was playing prevent. Yeah, he could have got maybe 10, 15 more to get a field goal. So I don't. I would have ran the same. Carroll, he twice. probably minded those Seattle players. You know, I won like eight straight. <laughs> well, I mean. I, and, and I'm not an Eagles fan. And mind you, I picked Seattle to win this game. You anyway. picked Seattle, yeah, and you, you got so, back in mind, mind in your little race there. Tick me off. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm, but I'm just watching the game like, no, what are you doing? And he blew two – Sirianni blew two timeouts. Like, he, he yeah. didn't use them. I well, mean, here's, here's a quote from – uh, the Philly sports guy who made the trip thousands and thousands of miles away from Philadelphia. I wanted to play it for you while you're on the air after Seattle beat the Eagles. If it'll come up. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Sometimes it don't come up. What up? Yeah. Not the ending I wanted. Not the I mean, I mean, I don't. That think still that, makes me laugh. I don't. This this game, this loss is on the coaching staff. Uh, for a lot, a lot of uh, undercurrents are going on there. For allowing both coaches on offense and defense. Yeah, yes, and they allowed Hurts to play this game, coming from the flu. Once he yeah. threw the first interception, they should have, or even on halftime, they should have took him out. This is a game that Mariota could have ran ran the offense, and they could have run the – see, the Eagles, had they run the ball five to ten more minutes more in this game, they would have probably won this game. Yeah. That's yeah. How- I'm, I'm glad you're acknowledging the Eagles lost this game. The Seahawks didn't win this game. No, I, no, no, yeah. not – uh, but they took – the. this is what the kind of coaches, Super Bowl winning coaches do. They take advantage of situations that are given to them. Yeah. And this is something that Pete Carroll does. He's now he pulls rabbits out of his hat, dude. He coaches, he coaches you up, he lets you, yeah. you, you know, and and you the, C- yeah. the Seahawks have weapons. It makes me bite my lip just watching Pete Carroll. Why he chews gum like that? I would never chew gum like that. Man, you know how many times I bite my tongue and stuff chewing gum like that? The the way people see the Seahawks, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. They got Lockett, they got Metcalf, they got um this new Jackson Majigma Smith. What a great catch. And it's beat and it's, uh, Bobo. yeah. I mean, come on, yeah. Like you, Walker. The uh, Walker's okay. The only yeah. thing they're missing is a, is a, is um, is that that one crazy running back that they can pound the rock with. But yeah. Listen, but even remember, I said Bobo. I was they like, need he, Marshawn Lynch type of player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pickles is right now. Uh, Geno Smith will be back for the audience. I just read that. And and listen, Tennessee Titans fans, they need to lose this game. You're out of the playoffs. 
you need to lose this game to get closer to top five picks and get yeah, one of those tackles. I mean, you, you, Tennessee has you play to lose the game when you're on the draft tankathon. <laughs> no, no, because the, the draft don't bring you nothing but fantasy. <laughs> fantasy it brings you hope. <laughs> I mean. Oh. Who who do you want, man? Who you who are you gonna get this? Fashionu well, uh, from uh, Penn State needs to be Tennessee's left tackle next year. Or or that Joe Alt guy from Notre Dame would be fine. Oh, is the pick? Yeah. I, I would Notre Dame's been putting out uh, offensive linemen like nobody's business. No, here but later. you know, if you have a guy who's a uh, who's a um like Sinorski who has family played in the NFL has you yeah. Know, and then you get someone like Alt who has a, a family that's played in major league sports, uh, NHL, and a football player. And he's a Notre Dame player who's and, and on top of that, come from that, yeah. like you know, you want guys like that that got that not just the grit, but got that uh foundation of, of, yeah. of you know uh competitiveness, man. You want you want that on your team. So um, but again. Even if you get some of those guys and they're injury prone, like you know, you got the Patriots or you got the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> like you know, That's like you don't, you're not guaranteed to get a winning team by drafting them in the NFL draft. It doesn't always, it it can yeah. happen. I like what Rand Carthon's done for that team, though, and you know, Spears is having a good year. Levis has shown some promise, and Sonorski's been playing the way I expected him to play, which is really well. You I know, think, and I think. Hopkins is helping Burks out a little bit as far as like trying to, you know, trying to, to get him up to par, you know, um, he's in and out of the lineup because of injuries, but I, I need, we need, you know, we would like to see him be healthy. I'd like to see Burks perform at a higher level. Yeah. So if I'm, and that's the I, problem. Yeah. Uh, thinking out loud, they, they, they have a lot of money in salary cap room next year. They, they are actually pretty close to the top of the league. One website earlier this week, one guy said Tennessee's got the most money. Others say it's the Bears, but Tennessee's either one or two. T. Higgins is a free agent next yes, year. Not. It's a one million. Michael Pittman's going to be a free agent next year for the Colts. He's a good player. So, you know, no, it is I, what it is. I, you you was over here in the beginning of the before the NFL season started. You don't need to pick a wide receiver or a running back. You can get them from anywhere. Now, now you're looking like well you when you have a young quarterback on a rookie contract, you want to overcompensate him early in his career. Then you're gonna have to start taking pieces off when you have to pay him more money. That's my thing. So um how about overcompensating, this? yes. I'd rather go lineman than receiver, but if they're drafting 10 or 11, they mess around and win these next couple games and drop to 12 or 13. So the they're, gonna, they're not going to get one of those tackles. They may have to go out and get Jonas Williams, who's from Cincinnati, and they may have to go out uh, and, and get a receiver. Uh, but if, if they do lose those games – and to get the offensive line in draft, they could probably be another receiver because Burks is hurt, and maybe they want to trade uh, Hopkins to a, uh, a Kansas City team for uh, another player. So that's it's food for thought. You're already planning the future, and you ain't even – Yeah, I'm playing general manager, armchair general manager for them. But let's move on. Cincinnati-Pittsburgh, big game tomorrow. Uh, what's your thoughts about that game, man? Um – and Mason Rudolph will be playing for Pittsburgh oh, instead of Trubisky. 
Ain't he the it's one? Remember physical. he got smacked upside the head with the helmet. Yeah, but uh, about Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, yeah. Yeah, you got a good memory, man. Um. Oh man, how how many games has he won in NFL career? I I, I can't remember. I want to say not many. Um, that's the problem. It, it's just I don't have faith in him nor Trubisky. I if Pickett was playing, this would be easy. So, oh, that's that's funny that you said because a lot of people were like they were not liking Pickett. Pickett's out and Fitz, Fitzpatrick, their safety's out again. He had got hurt again. Michael Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, Cincinnati will probably win this 21-17. That's um, funny. I said 2017. Uh, yeah, um, for Pickett being out. Uh, I, mean, I know Tomlin's got some heat on him, but I don't I don't believe in Mason Rudolph. I mean, they're going to uh, win the ball, right? They got like Browning, and plus Jamar Chase will not play in this game. So, yeah, they got um, Warren and and, and Najee Harris. They're going to run the they're going to run the ball. Yeah, they're not going to. Um, then they're going to they're not going to expose Rudolph and. So you're saying I mean, Cincinnati 21-17? I say Cincinnati twenty. We're pretty close on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Mason Rudolph he can throw the ball. Yeah. I mean, We've seen he's a better play. thrower than Trubisky. Yeah, he's he's uh, more accurate and he has a stronger arm, but yeah. that's not much when you're talking about comparing him to Trubisky. Like, you know, the only reason well, Rudolph that... delivers on Christmas pickles. Oh, <laughs> they got to move that game down to uh, Christmas Day. The only reason he Rudolph stayed... the backup quarterback <laughs> had a very funny game. Yeah. <laughs> Like no, but uh, oh poor Rudolph. <laughs> oh man. Um, the only reason he's still in the NFL is because he's got a pretty decent arm strength, arm strength. Uh, yeah, you know he's so. probably a guy that's early at practice and drinks all the milkshakes. He knows all the answers. He's the coach's pet. He's a good practice guy. He's like Nathan Peterman, I would guess. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's so just, okay, you like you like Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati. Uh, where, 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 are they playing this? where are they playing this? It's at Pittsburgh. Hmm. Hmm. Are you want to pick Pittsburgh? You you pick a Cincinnati and win? Yeah. If how about this? Flip the score 21-17. Pittsburgh will, will get the uh upset. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going with Cincinnati. You going with Pittsburgh? Yeah. I guess you trying this, to. In both both of these teams, it's going to be a kicking game, guys. It's going to be field goals. It'll be a tight game. It'll be a tight game. It's not. It's not going to be a fun watch for sure. All right. No. No. It'll be dramatic. Um, <laughs> Cleveland at Houston. Now, record wise, these two teams are in it, man. Oof. These two teams are in it. Hey, what do you think about my take about maybe Stefanski? Does he get coach of the year again? They've got four quarterbacks that's come through there, man. I like I like that call because of the merry-go-round that's going on over there. I like I like when he said that. I was like, he but somebody will probably somebody else will probably get it. You know, just like Dave O'Guy last year. He really didn't deserve it, but whatever. Um right. They'll you know. probably give it to the Miko Ryans, but right, right, right. You know, they've lost two their their backup right tackle's been out. And their left tackle's been out for a while, not how, to mention Nick Chubb. Yeah, how about this, Robert? I'm going to say this. The winner of this game, the coach will get coach of the year. How about that? That That's a good That's a good point. That's a good point. 
because Houston would be in really good shape if they beat Cleveland. Cleveland's got a really good defense. Uh, Casey Keenum's playing for Houston. Uh, I've already picked Cleveland to win this game, 22-19. It's going to be a nail-biter. It could go yeah. either way. Yeah, and um, – Do you like Cleveland or, fit, or Houston? Excuse me. I like Houston's defense. At home? I don't like Case Keenum and the fact that they will put in uh, the other guy because Keenum's arm strength. I don't like. I don't like when they do that, and I don't think yeah. they should do that. If Stroud was playing, I would take Houston definitely. Yeah. But Stroud got a concussion. Who's the backup that went in? Kate Keenum is. He beat Tennessee no. last week. Yeah, but he, they took him out for the other guy to throw before they went to overtime. Oh, oh, yeah. I name? can't remember his name. Bollinger? No, it's not Bollinger. Um, no, but I tell you what, Houston, Houston played better with Keenum anyways. They come back on Titans and beat them, you know. Yeah, but again, when it came down to try to win the game, they Davis took Keenum Mills. Out. Yeah, and Mills beat Tennessee last year. I don't know why they Davis didn't Mills. keep them. You know, I, I but Keenum's bagged in big playoff games. Uh, he's played well for Cleveland. I don't know what the deal was with with Keenum. I mean. He's pretty good. I, he would be my backup. The, the problem with Keenum is, and the, the thing is out on him that he his arm strength. He just, yeah, he can't rip the ball. Do you still and, think Houston's going to win with Keenum? No, I I feel like if the coaching staff has to like make decisions of actually taking him out. So you're going to take Cleveland? Yeah, I'm going to take Cleveland because their defense. What's the score? Seventeen fourteen. Okay, I said twenty two nineteen. You're saying it's not going to be a shootout either. <laughs> I know these games don't look big, people, but they are they are playoff level games, okay? But how about this? Their defense is going to have to be have to be on because Singletary is playing one of the best. Is having one Singletary's of the best playing good. I don't, I don't. It makes me think that maybe Buffalo should not and, let him walk. You know. And, and the thing with Houston is if that kid's not playing, Watson is that his name? Watson. Mm. What's that Ooh. wide receiver? What, that wide receiver? What's his name? Um, if Collins? Not, huh? Collins? No, the other one, the the quick one. If he's not in the game, the the Tank Dale's out too. The Texans ain't got a chance. Yeah. What's his Collins name? Is question? That's why I think. That's why. Plus, Will Anderson's out for Houston. You know, it, it Houston's got a lot of injuries, man. Yeah. But so does Cleveland. But Cleveland, they got a little flow going about them. The Cleveland's defense is. Yeah, it's making yeah. dividends. Schwartz has did good, and I've I've dogged out Schwartz in the past. But yeah, and and um, credit to Garrett. Maybe he might be an MVP. Pickle saying he's MVP. I mean, he's playing out of this world, man. There you go, bro. I didn't even he I didn't even see that until he, and I yeah, said yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people saying that. Yeah, uh, he is a no quit this year, and I think he just wants to get people to understand that he's a good football player. Um, he's had stuff in the past, yeah. and. So you like Cleveland mainly because of Garrett on that D. Defense wins the game, bro. I'm old school like that. You know that. Well, they're very physical. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, hard to pick a team with that many injuries, but, man, they just keep on keeping on, man. Yeah, and, then, and I mentioned when I was during the show the other day, you were talking about the, the physicality of teams. I'm like, bro, there's only three teams that are physical like this year, and that's the 49ers. Um, Ravens. The Ravens and, and, and Cleveland. Detroit. Yeah has ups and downs like no there's no com there's no toughness like competitiveness coming consistently out well, of everybody in the afc north's pretty physical i think afc north yeah hmm. cincinnati cleveland Miami, pittsburgh baltimore 
I think Baltimore and Cincinnati are, and the rest are just trying to tr- trying to win off. Pittsburgh's of, not uh, as physical as they used to be. Yeah, yeah. That's an, well. Yeah. I think they're more of a speed team now. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. TJ's more of a speedster. Yeah, rather than his brother. Speaking mm-hmm. of speed, what about Lions at Minnesota? Nick Smullins will be back here. Uh, I tell you what, a lot of people talking about Brian Flores, maybe get maybe getting another head coaching job. Uh, it's hard mm-hmm. to go against him, even though he's a defensive minded guy. I'm glad you mentioned his name. If there's anybody who would go to the Chargers, it'd be Flores. Well, I mean, you know why? Why's that? Flores has gotten burned by different type of ownership. You know, I'm saying, remember, it's about relationships. Yeah. And he ain't got no ties to. Well, he's a defensive guy. Do you think they would stay defensive minded I when think, they fired um, Stanley? Yeah, I think they would go to someone like him because he has better he has a better track record on defense anyways. Okay. And maybe it brings a good coordinator. I mean, it's food for thought. He'll get the interview if he wants it. He's yeah. playing, he's he's coaching well. Danielle Hunter. I never heard of Daniel Hunter to this year. He's playing great. You know, got a chick name. Guy's got a lot of sacks, though. This look, the that defense is why I picked him to win last week. I was surprised yeah. that well, um, he was right, like 98% of the game. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> That offense needs to score points, and Mullins can give up the ball. So, um, but I'm a, I'll pick I will pick the Vikings again. I figured you'd pick them at home. I still like Detroit. Detroit matches up real well against them, but it's a very close game, 24-23. Robert, what you drinking in Tennessee? Because you be talking about the Bills and the Lions, like as if they as if they've won Super Bowl. Man, that's your Super Bowl, season. dude. Lions and Bills, two two never coulds. <laughs> And they should play. They, and where did? And they should play. Uh, where should they play the Super Bowl if they were to get there? Man, that would be nice. I don't know. I but, don't know. That's a good question. People have been talking about Buffalo getting a dome for years. Uh, you know, no, they're gonna I do think it. About Lions, Detroit, cold. You know, the you know, Bills gonna do it. They they already said that. I before. could see. I could see Minnesota winning this game, but with Bolins versus Golf, uh, Lions. I don't know, man. I got my match up really well. I have more confidence in Mullins than I do in golf. In okay, fact, what's the score? Uh, 24-17. I just think he's going to get 24-17 Minnesota? I think he's going to – yeah, I think he's just going to – Yeah, you don't, you don't have a lot of belief in that line secretary, do you? I, I don't – I just don't – I think golf would just give up a game, bro. Like, Yeah. He plays one good game, and he plays three bad games. Then he plays one good game, and he plays two bad games. Yeah, I mean, you got a good point. I may lose this one picking picking, uh, Detroit. But um, I I know Detroit's going to take care of business, but we'll see. We'll see. With that improvement on defense, Justin Jefferson should destroy their corners. The only only good thing about Detroit is their coach and the culture that he's trying to build up there. Yeah, and I like I like the emergence of Gibbs. He's turning into the number one running back instead of Montgomery. Right. And they've got some injuries there. Uh, their running backs injured, but that nearly – I think the that Chandler, the guy from Tennessee is okay. That rookie, they got, uh, he's good. Yeah, for Minnesota? No, for – Chandler? Um, no, for um, – which one was all? For Detroit. Oh, Gibbs? Detroit? Yeah. What's his name? Um, some Porsche? 
No, the 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 first draft pick that they got though. Oh, Addison. Ad, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he he may run off with it. So you may be right here, you know. But uh, we'll see. I mean, Detroit will probably let me down, but you know, I'm gonna stick with Detroit. I'll man. stick with Detroit. He got he Barry might, Sanders might, on his uh, mind. You can't get past me, that. You can't get past Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders. You think that they man? That would have been nice to see them in the Super Bowl. Hey, what about Dallas and Miami here? What, what's your analysis on that one? That that will come down to the last hour on me. I was back and forth all week with that game. I think this game will probably be a tie, bro. Um, but wow, could be. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, so Tyreek Hill's not playing. No, he's going to play. He is. Yeah, they announced it. He, he he's trending towards playing. He's been limited. Um, he's trending towards playing. Is everything I'm reading. Even if he didn't, I, I mean, he he does impact the game. But Waddle and A Chain and uh, Mostert, they 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 do a pretty good job playing off each other. Yeah. and they'll, all those guys will be playing. And still, uh, a chain is 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 really been a good addition for them. He will, yeah, be- man. It changes the whole the whole perspective yeah. of the team. Oh, now, I'll man. sell this. Dallas is left tackle now. Tyron Smith, doubtful. Jonathan Hankins, their defensive tackle, out. Big run stopper there. As you can see, which way I'm leaning, judging by those two injuries alone for Dallas. Here's the here's the thing: the Dolphins, if they could just go out there and run, 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 and run this defense, uh, defense tired, right? Because the defense they they haven't played well in the last two games. Um, if they run this defense tired, then they're gonna have an opportunity to win this game. But they, not only do they have to run this team, they have to score more than twenty seven points and just keep scoring, which they can. The Dolphins can. Yeah. My question to you is this. Can the Dallas Cowboys score more than 27 points against the Dolphins and their defense with that time that would be eaten away? See, I don't I don't think they can, you know. That's interesting. This feels like the Jacksonville Cowboy game last year where Cowboys had the lead early, they lose it late, and Jacksonville comes home with a win. Dallas has trouble beating formidable opponents on the road Dolphins haven't beat anybody over 500. Something's got to give today. Like you said, it could be a tie. I think the Dolphins find a way to win. I'm like Pickles. I think the Dolphins win 24-20. Could be a little higher. Could be a little higher. But I think both teams are really paying attention to their playbooks. A lot of people's picking Dallas to win because they got humiliated last week. But Dallas has got injuries, man. That left tackle going against Bradley Chubb. Here's the thing. Who do you think is tougher? Whoever you think is tougher is the team that's going to win. Well, da- well, Dallas is probably tougher. You think? But you Dallas think- has problems against teams with that running style. Uh, remember when Arizona ran on them mm-hmm. earlier this year? And also Dallas had offensive line players that were out in that game, and they lost also. So everything is leaning. To me, it's leaning against Dallas. How about this? If this were played in Dallas and Smith was back, it would be it would be Dallas all day. The only re the only way I would give Dallas this win is if the running back would get more than twenty carries and get more than seventy yards. Yeah, that'd be the only way the Cowboys would win this game. 
And because they don't do that. I don't know why they don't bring that little dude in there. That <laughs> guy they got from TCU, man. He's like and, five foot three. Yeah, and because they don't do that, because they're just throwing the ball and throwing the ball, they will only score 24 points, right? They won't have enough time to you score. You pick a Miami too? 27-24. Miami? Yeah. Yeah. And l- listen, Dallas fans, it is what it is, man. I just can't trust Dallas when they got those injuries on their on their offensive line, you know. I mean, and now, it's a road game. And and Robert, to be honest with you, this is not like I wouldn't bet on this game. This isn't like a guarantee. No, not for nothing. But because the Dolphins have shown that their defense is kind of inconsistent. Yeah, the, yeah. The oh. offense ain't beat anybody over five hundred, you know. And but but the the, tie, uh, the Cowboys have problems on the road. But you got that left tackle. You got the defensive tackle. Well, for all these teams, it's something. It's like it's nobody's it's, perfect. No, they ain't got no team over here that cannot not win. <laughs> no, no. All right, big heavyweight matchup here: Baltimore at San Francisco. San Francisco six and a half point favorite. Mike Florio with Pro Football Talk. He's talking San Francisco up, trying to get the 49ers in trouble. Lamar Jackson, 19-1 and against NFC teams. Like I said earlier this week, I don't know if you caught this on the program, but the 49ers played these guys back in 19 when they had a great season. Now, that was Lamar's second year. Jimmy Garoppolo, it was only a three-point game. A lot of those players are back with the 49ers. 49ers got the speed on defense to contain Lamar Jackson. So, uh you know, their left tackle's out for it. But it seems like it doesn't matter for Lamar that Keaton guy's out, uh, that running back for Baltimore. He he got hurt. They still got Gus Edwards. I still like 49ers to win. I don't know if they'll cover that spread. I think it's going to be 27-23, 49ers win. Um, but we'll see. I don't, we'll see. I, I think Ravens will give them all they can handle and then some. Hmm. It's at Santa Clara. On Monday if, night. If the Seahawks gave the 49ers an, a problem, I feel like the Ravens can play play up and give the 49ers a problem. And I feel like their defense don't get enough credit. They're a yeah. dirty and tough team. Yeah, they're, they're the deepest defense in the league, if you ask me. Yeah. The Ravens. And, yeah, yeah. And, and people just kind of like, you know, they get, they get lost in the mix and all this talk about defense. Um, I think they're even going to show up. And I think this is the Super Bowl, people. Y'all want to watch a game, this is the Super Bowl. You don't want to watch. A lot of people are saying that. I don't. I mean, we're going to watch the rest of the season play itself out with teams that will barely make, teams barely over 500 making the playoffs. But, but if this is this is the game of the week. You watch this. I feel like the Ravens might win this one uh, to try to prove a point to scare yeah. the 49ers. Um, and it's going to be 27-21. Ravens. Man, that's that's pretty cool. That That's about like – that's close to the, the Super Bowl score back in the day. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to – I don't think there's going to be that much offense to be played if Purdy's running backwards a lot. Yeah. So if, but they got to oh, get the Purdy. They're going to have their A game for the Ravens now. 
Because the Ravens, they don't bite on anything. You have to make a perfect pass every time. I think Brandon Ayuk will have a good game. I, th- I think he'll have a good game. No, and I, mean, I think a lot of the, it's just going to be some Debo Samuel. What, what's the name? It, will have a, you know, if the tight end don't have a good game, they're going to lose this game. Oh, oh Kittle? Game. Yeah, Kittle will probably have a good game. If he doesn't have a good – if Kittle doesn't have a if good Pickles game. If Pickles is picking the Ravens, too. I, I like the Niners this this game. Uh, everybody, like, everybody likes the Niners, but the problem with the Niners is they get – if they get smacked up and they get – Well, they can knock out Brock Purdy. Anything can happen with the Anything Ravens. Oh, hey, um, want to make a quick announcement to the audience here now. Folks that follow me on the Mac and Jack and Jim Jeffcoat show, this week will be my last week on there as a regular – because I'm trying to tighten up my schedule a little bit, but that doesn't mean I won't make guest appearances on the Mac and Jack and Jim Jeff Coat show. Uh, just trying to get some more, you know, time to edit out the show. By the way, your uh, prediction of Alabama and Georgia score, that's got the most views uh, <laughs> on YouTube, that clip 2,200 views, man. So appreciate oh, that. Appreciate that, you know. So, uh, so you okay? So you're telling me this week you like Pittsburgh and you like Minnesota's who we got different, right? Yeah, I, I, I like more. Yeah, in Baltimore, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm up one. Oh no, and the Dolphins, and the Dolphins. Yeah, I like the Dolphins too. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we agree on the Dolphins. We agree on the Browns. Uh, yeah, so I, I uh, I'm up one. You may be up two towards the end of the week. And and I told you, and I keep saying this, and I'll repeat it. Because I believe it. I don't trust McCarthy and I don't trust Sirianni. They're too passive aggressive. Uh, you saw that in a, a lot of Philadelphia, these, yeah. You saw these in these games, and you, know, you go, you go where your leadership goes, right? And then you yeah. go also where your quarterback takes you, but your quarterback takes the lead from the coach. Yeah, you got a good point with Serenata. He kind of reminds me of Joe Judge a little bit. The former Giants coach. Aren't they brothers? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He got brothers, but the, he, he ain't judge brother. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, uh, what was that guy's name? Martin Lawrence, he says. We got LT in the house tonight, and we got Ice-T. Y'all got the same mother or something? Y'all brothers? <laughs> Yo, Mar- Martin's something else, bro. He, yeah, I he heard knows. that. Uh, I was an old one back in the 90s. Hey, man, you have a Merry Christmas, man. You have anything to plug? Yo, I just want to say happy holidays. Uh, yeah. Happy New Year. See you guys next year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I hope you'll be back year. next Sunday. Uh, yeah, Friday, and um, you guys be safe. Uh, try to spend time with your families. Forget about work. You know, enjoy the holiday season for what it's worth. Your little break. Uh, try not to work overtime, extra time, because it ain't worth it. You know, you only have your fa- you only have family for so long. You never know. You know what can happen. So you know, everybody just enjoy this holiday season for what it's worth. All right. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing with me. They asked me to work tomorrow, and I said, listen, I worked last Saturday. I worked a Saturday before that when they had those tornadoes in Clarksville. I was actually working back in our old stomping grounds, man. We had some tornadoes oh, yeah. touched down in Clarksville, Chief. Yeah, I know, and the prayers to all I, – I didn't. I, I forgot to mention that last week when I was on. Prayers to those people in Clarksville, Middle Tennessee, uh, yeah. southern Middle Kentucky area with the tornadoes. Yeah, thank um, you. You know, um, you know, we just – you know, it's not the first time that's happened there, but um, the that's best the roughest thing, I've ever seen. Yeah, the best and only thing about that is the true love came out. Humans yep. helping humans, the community picking each other up, picking up. Um, like you know, the volunteer state. That's one of the reasons why I, I miss back home, man. Everybody yeah, got to man. Back no matter what, and yeah, you guys, you guys, testament to to 
uh, what that area is about. And, you know, much love and much prayers go out to you guys. And I'm sorry for those who we're going to have a tough holiday season without homes or displaced. And, um, you know, like, just know that you're, you're safe. You got a community that backs you. And if you need anything, if you guys truly, really need anything, just ask, man. And, and yeah. people come out in the hundreds. Yeah, people's coming out in droves. A friend of mine yeah. still lives up there. He's been helping out and stuff. You yeah, know? People, everybody, man. God bless all you guys. And like I said, be safe and, you know, enjoy your holiday season, man. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Chad, Kathy, Merry Pickles. Man, I feel like Snoop or Tupac. Big Sykes, Snoop, Hank, <laughs> Goldarn. <laughs> I'll see you next Friday, man. Yes. Have a good All right, guys. guys. See ya.